Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode of CEO on the Go. I hope you had a fantastic 4th of July if you celebrated. Since we're still in the mid-year timeframe, I'm continuing on the theme of resetting because the reality is a reset can take some time and reinforcement. Sometimes you can't just shift gears so quickly, you know, like you can't just flip that switch. So I wanted to talk about how to get some early traction and accelerate your progress toward your goals, whatever it is that you've decided is most important, especially uh, to achieve between now and the end of the year. In case you missed the last couple of solo episodes, I did one called time for your mid-year reset. You know, it's funny that every time I type in the word reset, the word becomes rest instead. I wonder if that's what the message should have been time for your mid-year rest. I would take that. Um, Then on the following episode, I shared a tool called a prioritizing grid that you can use to help you when you need to reset or reprioritize. That episode was called how to get your priorities straight. And by the way, I hope one of your top priorities is expanding your own growth. I'm guessing that that's why you might tune in to uh, to this podcast. So if you did listen to the other episodes, I hope you're thinking more clearly about your priorities. Maybe you're working through some kind of mid-year reset. Let's talk about how to accelerate your progress going forward, how to double down on those priorities and achieve what's most important. So today I'm sharing five practical things that you can do right away to help you accelerate your progress. The first one, and this will sound obvious, but I have to state it, is to use your calendar. Actually, if you could pull up your calendar right now, even as you're listening to this, don't do it if you're driving or walking, (laughs) but put a date or time on your calendar when you'll take the first step towards something that you've said is most important for you to focus on. If, If you're a leader, you know, one of the common examples I hear of priorities that uh, team leaders want to work on is increasing collaboration, just as an example. So what might be a first step for that? Maybe it's gathering some, uh, you know, heads of teams to pull them together and talk about projects where there might be opportunity to do some, uh, you know, crossover work together. Or maybe it's getting your team together to really talk about what collaboration could look like, what it means and why that's important. My point is to put a date and time on your calendar when you'll actually do that. Um, Another common priority I hear for business owners, especially and managers, is that they want to spend more quality time with friends and family. So that's uh, a personal priority. What do you need to do to make that happen? It's hard not to find a business owner who's not complaining about life-work balance, although I did interview one incredible exception. Her name was Hani Gluck, and that episode is called Going Beyond Growth to Make the World a Better Place. It's truly amazing how she's established her priorities and uh, uses the calendar so well. So what's an action that you want to take? When does that need to start? Again, go ahead and pause this podcast if you have to, to actually look at your calendar and schedule something important that you may have been putting off or that you know will help you move forward toward your goal in a better way. You know, wherever you're spending your time now is what your current priority is. 
So if you want to focus on something different, make time for it. I love it when clients I'm working with schedule our time together throughout the year in advance. We actually pull out calendars and look at the dates and lock them in. It shows that they're making our work together a priority. All right, number two, something practical that you can do is to create a new simple habit that will help you make progress toward your goal. Um, going back to the example of wanting to spend more quality time with family and friends, maybe you could do something like, you know, phone a friend Fridays where you just pick up the phone and you actually call someone out of the blue to catch up or check up on them. Maybe you could create a new habit with your team uh, that will help you move toward your goal. You know, one of my favorite habits for leaders who have a priority to engage their teams is to begin a team meeting with a quick win or some form of appreciation. Uh, maybe you're working on a personal priority, so it, it could require that you get up half an hour earlier each morning. You know, it, it may be requiring that you break a bad habit. And of course, the best way to break a bad habit is to create a new good habit. So creating some kind of new simple habit can serve you well. Number three, something practical that you can do is talk more about your goals and priorities. Not just what you did for the day, but talk about what your goals are to people who need to know what they are. Maybe your team members, could be family members, friends, could be a a coach that you're working with or an accountability partner. Speak them out loud or write them down. Don't assume that other people know what they are. Number four is identify short-term easy wins. When you determine the easy short-term wins you can shoot for, you know, that's something that you can achieve fairly easily or realistically within a short time frame, even if it's a step in a larger process. Research shows that it's really motivating to people when they can get a sense of early progress or they see the steps that are occurring. So they see the movement there. Otherwise, it's like you're standing there just, you know, staring at this huge mountain And maybe you're procrastinating because it just seems so big or your team is kind of all over the place because you haven't really established what that clear first step is or the the easy short-term wins that you can accomplish. So that's so important to do and something very practical that you can focus on. And then finally, another really important one is to clear the obstacles that are in your way. So that assumes that you know what they are, right? So just for fun, list some of the obstacles that are most frustrating to you, they might be tangible, intangible, maybe they're internal or external, for example, one external obstacle, if you're working on a team or within a department might be that you're waiting on other teams or other departments to do what they need to do for you all to move forward in your way. That's kind of an external obstacle. So what could you do to influence that? What needs to happen to try to to kind of clear that or improve that situation? Um, an, an example of an internal obstacle might be something like uh, legacy thinking on your team or people that are saying, well, that's the way we've always done it. And it's, it's what we've known. And so that's, that's what we have to do. So to be able to kind of break that pattern, which is an obstacle to your progress is again, something that you need to address to make that happen. Um, You know, another obstacle might be people on your team that aren't getting along well, or where there's some kind of conflict or disruption address that quickly. That's an obstacle that is keeping you from making the progress that you need to in an accelerated way. So address what you can. The lesson here, you know, is often when you're trying to accelerate progress, you think you need to be doing more or pushing and uh, making, you know, making sure that you're cracking that whip. But the truth is, 
that you need to be addressing or removing obstacles like the ones I mentioned. That's really what's slowing down the progress. It's all the distractions that get in your way. You know, you can design the fastest race car with all the bells and whistles, but it will still be slowed down if there are a bunch of obstacles or impediments on the track, or if the driver's too distracted. So that could be you. (laughs) Anyway, those are my five practical tips. Just to recap them quickly, use your calendar wisely, create a simple habit related to your goal, share your goals with others, or if you're working on a personal goal, keep it in front of you. Identify easy short-term wins for you and your team so that you can get early traction. And then finally, clear obstacles in your way. There may be a lot of them, but at the very least, take down the one that you have the most control over. And now for some quick bonus tips, because I can't talk about accelerating progress without talking about your mindset. So I wanted to to just briefly share some mindset tips or suggestions related to accelerating progress. You know, one is to visualize your progress. Do you often picture that something will be more arduous than it really is? Like, this is going to be such a difficult challenge for us. This is going to be, you know, or, or are you saying this, is, this could be easier than I thought? Visualize yourself achieving your goal faster. See yourself succeeding in the way that you want to. It's not enough just to keep the big vision in front of you as we're often taught. Um, Yes, that's important. But what's even more important is to envision yourself taking the steps along the way to make progress. If you're going to get up half an hour earlier, see yourself setting the clock, um, doing whatever you need to the night before. You know, the the steps of the process are really what you need to visualize. Um, Another mindset tip is to detach from your story or change your story, especially if you think that that's what's holding you back. You know, the problem is too many times we're attached to ways that we see ourselves or situations. Uh, We don't have the ability to see them differently. That's something that takes practice to work on. That's a, those could be, that could be a whole series of podcast episodes, but just being aware of your story and trying to detach from it, if it's not serving you is something that you can do. Um, Another mindset tip is to argue for your strengths. Don't you hear so many people arguing for their limitations about why we can't do something, uh, what we need, what we lack? Instead, argue for your strengths, what you do have. You know, talk about why we can make this work. Here's what should work in our favor. It's something that I think uh, leaders need to do more of. Another one is believe what you want is possible. So to have that positive mindset, maintaining optimism, uh, not a false sense of optimism that sounds like it's off the chart, something that fits you, but to just to just show your team that we can do this. Here's why. People naturally want to move faster toward what they think is possible. So you can perpetuate that idea starting with your mindset. And then finally, anticipate and normalize setbacks or obstacles. You've got to normalize them so that when you hit them, and you will, you'll be able to recover more quickly. And the key is is not allowing yourself to be knocked down by them. One of the biggest frustrations I see or experience with, with other leaders is when something bad happens, or there's some problem that occurs, and then it, it, they make it such a bigger deal. So maybe someone on the team does, or there's just this uh, amplification of what the problem is. Whereas if you can just say, oh, yeah, well, that just happens to normalize that mishap, then then people can accept that more readily and you can move through it more quickly. Know that you'll run into more obstacles during periods of change and growth. And that's something that you need to be communicating to your team, by the way. 
look, as we're going through change, as we're growing, stuff's going to happen. So that's just part of the process. If you can learn from it quickly, you'll be able to keep going and accelerate your progress. So there you've got the five bonus mindset tips. One, visualize your progress and the steps that you're taking toward it. Um, Two, detach from your story if you have to. Three, argue for your strengths. Four, believe what you want is possible. And then five, anticipate or normalize setbacks or obstacles because they'll happen. I think mindset has just as much to do with your ability to accelerate progress as the actions that you take. They go hand in hand. And I love talking about mindset and how we think and process ideas and, you know, how we can address the biggest battle most of us face, which is the battle, you know, in our own minds. So maybe I'll do some future episodes on that. I hope this is helpful. Let me know your feedback or other needs I can address. In the meantime, I hope you're accelerating your progress, doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.